BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky. So why are you singing that song? It's not bad because we're having the... Uh... The uh, oh. drummer on who plays with Niall Rogers today, who um, runs a cookie business, and he's yes. like he's like yes. music and he's music royalty. I he's think he's music and cookie royalty. Well, he Jeff. wants to be cookie royalty. He's he, trying. He's there. I'm, no, he's there. He's there. Well, okay. Check this out. They, 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 remember the Daft Punk song "Get Lucky"? Yeah. Well, Niall Rogers, who was in Chic, you know, they, he still performs. Yeah. We got to ask Ralph, who's on our show today. His name is Ralph Roll. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We got to for... see if Ralph um, is touring with Niall Rogers. He's going. I see Niall Rogers is going to, like Europe. Because really? the music's back this year. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Get on. I ain't even plugged in. Wait a minute. You get the idea, right? Yes, oh my God, I love that song. Wow. Why do you sound like I'm excited for today's podcast, aren't you, Jeff? I am excited. Oh my God, I, I was reading his bio. I'm like, what? Whoa, that hurt my ears. You didn't scream like that last night. You wait till the podcast to scream like that? Yeah, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, really? it's, it's the Carolina Cadillo Show. I'm Carolina. Jeff here. I want the neighbors to call 311 because of the sex oh noises coming in. Yes. Listen, listen to yesterday's podcast, which yes. is, by the way, I call, I entitled... Sex noises, I something like that. I yeah, yeah. So, was, uh, for those who did listen to yesterday's podcast, yeah, um, three one one of the top um, complaints uh, of three one phone three one one phone calls, yeah. is sex complaints from neighbors in a city. They, do they have three one one across the country? Is that only in New York? I don't know I that. I don't York, know right? that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's a good question. Maybe though. if you call three one one in other cities, it's like a sex line. Remember the nine hundred numbers? Yeah, Remember no, how I popular don't. Those were? Really? No. Oh my God, those, those I don't TV. Know th- I don't know that, Jeff. I did don't. you ever watch television in the nineties and the eighties? Yeah, but I. Those sex lines were all over the place. Really? When I worked overnights back in the early 90s, <laughs> like all the everything on television was, hey guys, <laughs> are that? you up now? <laughs> are you hard? <laughs> yeah, I'm hard because I'm up in the middle of that. I'm oh hard up, God. yeah. Anyway, so guys, um, anyway, so I'm yeah. really, really excited because it's been a week of podcasts, a lot of fun guests. We had Kathy Aru, we had Jack Rico, yeah. uh, and today we have um, Ralph Roll. So really, really excited because, wow. I love his Wha- Twitter name, by the way. Ralph? Yeah. What is it? At drum roll. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, my husband does his homework, okay? He does his homework Sometimes, anyway. Sometimes, right? Sometimes and, I do my homework. Some, yeah. And by the way, um, if you have not tried the cookies, 
the oh, yeah. Soul Cookie Company snacks. Oh my gosh, Jeff. Soul um, Snacks, yeah, right? Soul it's Snacks, just, yeah. Soul Snacks, yeah. Um, we have Lemon Love Sugar Cookie, and you have Sweet Potato. Yeah. Um, sweet Should potato. I try it with Ralph live yeah, on what, the air? Yeah, with live when, when Ralph comes on, we'll try with him. Okay. Okay. Um, but he came the other day to Tiffany, Jeff. Um, I got to tell you, the sweet potato went. I mean, they all, they all went, but like, wow. I snuck like 10 in my pocketbook, by the way. Oh, you did? And huh? I ate like like 10 of them on the way home. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was so good. My God. Not bad. I'm trying a good to, recipe. I'm trying to see the ingredients. I'm, yeah. I took a picture of my phone because the print is so small. Yeah. Anyway, so listen, he's coming in a couple of minutes. We'll ask him a lot of questions. We have to go back to his past, Jeff, because again, like we said, he is music royalty. He is music royalty, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah, okay. man. He's played yeah. He's played yeah. drums with, um, let's see, Sting, Erica Badu, yeah. Notorious B.I.G., Aretha Franklin. And uh, he's he's the drummer for Chic. Yeah. Which uh, you know was uh, was two guys. It was uh, Niall Rogers and Bernard. Oh my God! Wow, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. But he was he was the, the other half of Chic. Was Bernard Rogers? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not Bernard Rogers. Wow. Oh my God, I, I sound really ignorant now. Yeah, yeah. I cannot sound as ignorant. I'm yeah. sorry. Wow. Hold well, on I, I don't know too much about. I know music, but not like my husband who. Who, who is a uh, music expert, music whiz. Bernard so. Edwards. Okay, okay, my God. How did I say Rogers and Edwards. I got those last names confused. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he died back in the, I think Bernard Edwards died in the in the 80s or the 90s. Really? Wow. Yeah. He, wow. he died a while ago. I wonder I wonder with um, with the cookie business, you know, on the rise and up and coming, um, you know, cafes, um, I wonder if he has time to tour still. But we'll ask him all those questions in a yeah, couple I mean, minutes, I okay? Want, want, well, things are coming back, so you got to yeah. wonder. You know. I got to tell you, though, when I met him the other day, Jeff, oh, my God. What a humble, humble, humble man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got, what a history, a background. Wow. And and yet, Jeff, he's like, can I come on your podcast? I'm like, That's cool. uh, you want to come on my podcast? Of course you can. You know, okay, so, Absolutely. Yeah. So I get my business card. And literally, Jeff, when they left the building, yeah. uh, I think like 30 seconds later, they were already they emailing me. Oh, my God. I was like, wow. Excellent. Humble, humble, humble. So hey, Ralph, listen. Ralph plays with Sheik. Just want to let everybody hear. If you forgot Sheik. Oh, Freak out. <laughs> Of course, of course. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, did you know that um, after 73 years, New Jersey may finally get pump your own gas? Self-serve in New yeah. Jersey. And that's a big deal. There's uh, only two states. I no, think Oregon and Jersey, no, right? No, no. We do not want that. Well, I'm I'm a New Jersey girl. But they're telling you, uh, they're, they're trying to sell you, say that you'll save you know, 10 and 15 cents a gallon. And by the way, like that really matters when it's four bucks a gallon. You barely feel it. You First of I mean? all, they are saying it's going to go to $5 soon, you know, like, got, like tomorrow. Really? My friend at the gas station, Ahmed, he told me that he thinks gas is going to be seven bucks this summer. I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's, But I, I, I don't know if he's got an inside track or anything. Um, you know, it's funny. My, it's so easy for him to change the price now because it's yeah. all those digital signs. You just yeah. have to go out there. Yeah. Remember, remember seeing the guys go out there with the signs? Actually, just have to no, change. that I don't know. No. Oh, well, I'm hey. old, Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Back but, in my day. So, Jeff. You know, yeah. have you ever seen those stories where they accidentally put the wrong price of gas? Yeah. And people go crazy because it's like a dollar less? Yeah. Do they have to honor that that price? Um, I bet or initially, they then they can change it. Okay, because I know some um, some stores, all right? Like, if the wrong price is put on a piece of jewelry or food or whatever, you know that? Right. They have to honor that price. At that price, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be like a, a, a couple hundred dollars off. Same, they still have to honor that price. Same thing with Costco. You know, you go to Costco, and if they have oh, a, yeah. if they have an old sign-up, oh, yeah. and it rings up as a higher price. I did that last week, a couple weeks ago with the yeah. um, with the baby uh, the baby bubble bath, the baby yeah. uh, shampoo. Mm-hmm. They had the old sign-up, and I saw it. It expired. Yeah. I said, let me bring yeah. it up anyhow. By the way, this shirt I'm wearing, I'm not. I haven't been paid by Costco, 
<clears throat> excuse me. But you know what, Jeff? A lot of signs, the clothing, I guess now they're having sales. This was mm -hmm. six bucks. Really? This hoodie. Six dollars. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I anyway. wonder if the deal guy mentions that. I watched this guy on YouTube called The Deal Guy. <laughs> Check him out, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to get him on one day. Hey, get Marlene, because I'm actually, I'm curious to know if she's actually excited for um, self-serve gas in New Jersey, because mm. I would be. Really? Um, no, actually, I don't want you it. You told me you don't I, want no, it. No, I don't want it. What am I saying? I don't want it. I don't want it. You don't want, want self-serve gas. No, I don't want self-serve gas. They claim it'll save I you. I love when they come to the car and like uh, fill it up. You know, of course, you know that. It's going to eliminate a lot of jobs too. But Jeff, I don't have to get out. You know, in this winter, right, right. Like here in, in Long Island, I have to go. I have to get out. And first of all, I say we say on Long Island. Oh, okay, on Long Island. Okay, <laughs> I have to get out, pump my own gas, and then if my my tire needs air, oh okay, my god, I have to do all that. No, you just you just bend down. You let your you know you let you let them look down your shirt <laughs> a little some, bit. Show some cleavage, oh, right? I will get that for you, ma'am. No problem, ma'am. No, but I don't know. But let's call Marlene real quick before you get Ralph. Right? I just want to um, ask her. Yeah, let's see. Uh, and if Ralph calls, we'll talk to Marlene. Hang up on Marlene, all right? Oh, of course, I'll hang up on Marlene. Why would I want to talk to Marlene? Yeah, you know, I know, I know. I think it's Marlene's day off today. Marlene's my sister, by the way. For those those of you who don't know, um, she's a New Jersey girl. My whole family's New Jersey people. So let's just see. Hopefully she answers. Sometimes I finish with a guy. Like, they'll pump and I Hello? Oh. Uh, Marlene, you're on the podcast, the Carolina Cathy Show podcast. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, you called me in the wrong time. I'm, I'm going in to read for the kids right now. Oh, that's right. She's uh, reading for my, my niece today. Uh, but Marlene, real yes. quick, did you know that New Jersey may soon, soon have self-serve gas pumps? Are you excited about that? No, heck no. I told I'm you, not. Jeff. I told you. But Marlene, you'll save 15 cents a gallon. And when you put, it'll, it'll save you 68 cents when you pump. <laughs> it's like no money, really. It's minimal. So really? You, you don't want it. Huh? You don't want to pump your own gas, right? No, we don't want it, right, Marlene? Yeah. We do not plus, want plus, that. Plus, there's going to be jobs. The jobs are going to be lost, too. My I sister's mean, thinking also. about the because people I, whose jobs. Yes, because I know a lot of people, they, they're in high school and they say, what do I want to do for a living? And they say, hmm, I think I want to pump those gas for the rest of my life. Jeff, I know those are legit jobs, those though. are I, summer jobs. I make fun, but it's summer a real jobs. job. Summer jobs. No, they're real jobs. Yeah, but, but a lot of kids yes, go have are. summer jobs. A lot of older people do it like uh, part-time jobs. But yeah. no, no, no. We do not want self serve uh, gas in New Jersey. Well, no. Protest exactly. while you're no. Let's Marlene, let's protest, right? Marlene's gotta go. Go read to the kids, all right? Go read Marlene. Okay. Love you. Take Bye. Care, guys. All yeah. right. Bye. Told See you. Spot runs. We should call my, one more call. Call my brother Edward, all right? Because he'll, okay. he'll always answers. Uh, okay, Ralph will be calling in six minutes. So again, if Ralph calls, hang up on my brother, right? Okay. Okay. We, we can talk to him later. But brother, I'm just Edward, interested. Edward, I'm calling yeah. your brother Edward. Edward, yeah, Edward. He drives a lot. I call him Eds. Oh, my brother drives everywhere, so I'm interested in what he thinks about that. You are. I when, get it. First of all, when I moved to Long Island, I have never, never pumped my own gas. I'm like, how do you do this? Your call has been forwarded to an automatic right? voice message system. Yeah. So brothers, you know. Yeah, he, do it again. He's in a meeting. He's got his phone shut off. Probably. Oh, really? Uh, oh, no, there we no, go. No, there we go. There we go. Yeah, his cell phones aren't perfect. You know how it works. Let's see. Let's see. It always works that way. Uh, he may be traveling. <sighs> I'm not really sure. Let's see. Yeah. This is my young brother. Oh, there we go. Eds, Eds. Yeah. You're on the podcast, the Karolinka You Show podcast. Welcome. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Hey, How listen. I know, hey, listen. Good. I know you're busy, but quick question. Did you know that New Jersey may soon have their own self-serve gas pumps in New Jersey? Are you excited about that? Yeah. No, of course not. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Nobody, Nobody wants that. Exactly. Nobody wants this but the politicians. I heard nope. some guy. Exactly. They had some guy on the radio last night. It's like, we should have freedom of choice to pump our own gas. 
Nobody in Jersey. I don't want that. Exactly. Nobody in Jersey wants self-serve gas. You know the suckiest part of pumping your own gas is when you get gas in your hand. It's like trying to get bleach off your hand. You oh, can't God, it's get, disgusting. disgusting. You put huh. everything on your hand that you can, but you can't get it. You got to stick your hand down your pants to get the smell of it, and even that doesn't work. So, Ed, Ed that might be That's happening horrible. soon. That may be happening soon in Jersey. There. I know. I'm in gas. I'm in gas. I do gas. So I knew that about that already. No, oh, you're, okay. that's right. Edward's in the gas. He's in the uh, he's in the uh, the convenience store world, shall we say? Yes, yes, yes. yes he knows, that's he knows all about this stuff. Yeah. You know? So he, he told me about that. So, but your nobody... brother, your brother, I understand, works from seven to eleven at night. Is it? <laughs> is that, is that, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's the truth great, or not. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to give we don't want to give away where you work or anything. Yeah. We don't. Eight, want... to, eight to five. Eight <laughs> to oh, that's five. right. Sorry. Eight to five. You know. I actually remember <laughs> as a, as a kid. I remember when when the 7-Eleven stores used to close at 11 o'clock. Really? Yeah, that was their hours, 7 to 11. New phone, new phone. You need a new phone. You're breaking up. You're Where breaking are you, up. in a basement? You lost him. There we go. Edward, we'll call you back. We'll call you back, all right? Because we, no, we have a guest. Come on. Two minutes. Bye. Right, bye. bye. Nobody wants self-serve guests in I New Jersey. I told you. Uh, we have time to call my brother Adolfo. No, no, don't no. call him because uh, wow, we have uh, Ralph Rowe coming on in a couple minutes. Let me get his bio. So up. that was two Jerseyites who don't want to pump their I own gas. I told you, Jeff. Nobody wants uh, uh, self-serve gas. Who do pumps. I know in New Jersey we could get on? I know. I must know somebody else you in New Jersey. You know a lot of people. I know. All right. Our friend Tom Casola, our your yeah, friend Mike if, Weinstein. Oh, yeah. When if when if they come on? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Well, later we'll we'll call them back. Okay, I got to tell you, I do not like you said. Right. Some days I'm in a hurry. Uh, I'm a meeting, and I have gas smell on my hands. I do not like that. Oh my god! Oh. What, what from out here on the island? Yeah, yeah. You know what it is here on the island? Here on Long Island, they charge. I, I saw gas. By the way, gas is uh, right out here. I saw gas for four thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gas is over four bucks. In a that's why they're already. saying, Jeff. That's why they're saying um, electric cars. Yeah. Might be uh, up might really and, like, take off. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but well, we're we're sick of dealing with the Russians. Like, it's know, a whole international market for oil. It's not so simple if we say oh, we can't buy oil from the Russians. It's like it's a whole complicated thing. As much as we'd like to not buy oil, and it's kind of I mean I don't want to boycott your local Luke Oil because they're Russian owned, and you're only hurting the people that only well, local Exxon, gas stations. Exxon also stopped buying from Russia too. Right, right. It's so, all it's yeah. all. I think it's all. Um, I don't know if it's genuine. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a gesture. Yeah, but all this that's happening, Jeff. Do you think that actually bothers Putin? No, I mean, but they but they're, they're losing they're, money. They're, they're losing money too. There's all sorts of claims that he has cancer, that he's sick. You know, there, there's but, a lot of claims that he's he's mentally he's you right. know crazy. Well, he is crazy. He's crazy. We know, yeah. we know that. Yeah. Even at meetings, they they send photos, Jeff. It's all over Instagram. He sits on one the other side of the the room. By yes. himself, you know that. Yeah, they're they're saying he thinks they think he has some sort of illness. Of, yeah, of, of yeah, some, yeah. Uh, of some sort. Anyway, I'm praying, praying, praying that that um, situation in Ukraine and um, you know it's just it's just horrible what's going on. Man, it's horrible. horrible. It's just sad, you know, seeing all those um, fatalities. You know, Ugh, God. Oh, I mean, it's they, you know, sad. It's big, sad. these big bombs going off. Oh, in, someone's in, calling. In, in someone's calling. Bombs going off. Oh, in that's these, my brother. That's your brother. All right, go ahead. Should we get him on real quick? Yeah, go ahead, get him. We're gonna get the other call. Hello, in two hello, seconds. hello. Oh. Hello. You're, you're back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't want to pump your I'm own in, gas, huh? I'm in Bayport. I'm on Long Island. Oh, you're out ah. east. He's way out east. Are you going to stop by and visit us? He never visits us. Never. I never. know. He's never. like my old relative. used to drive by the house to go to the Hamptons. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, oh, you know what? When I was driving by one day, I was calling you and calling, texting you, and you didn't call me back or text me until like I was in Jersey already. So Okay, you try working midnight to five. I was five working, years in a row. I was working, okay? Yeah, all right, Edward? <laughs> yeah, I was the working. Vi- I have a violin playing for you, Jeff. A little violin playing for you. I see the smallest violin and, in the world. And you know what? Exactly. Oh, yeah, we, have other, we, we, we have to go. Call. We have to go. We have to go, right? Bye. 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 Bye.
is this Ralph Roll? Yes, it is. How oh are my you? God, we have music royalty, cookie royalty in the house. Welcome yes. to the podcast, Ralph. Yeah. Welcome. Woo! Good Go. afternoon. That's Carolina. I'm Jeff. How you doing? Oh my gosh, Ralph. It is an honor. Seriously, it's an honor to have you on this podcast. I was reading your bio. Wow, you have you have such a, a Hello, resume. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear us? Can you hear Hello? us? You got us. Can you hear us? Hold on. Oh no. Oh wow. Oh no. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm here. Oh, there okay, we go. Okay. Such a great connection. The, the connection's better now, right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Can, you, can you hear us, Ralph? Yes, I can. Oh, my God. Well, I, I was saying that it is an honor, sir, to have you on this podcast, Music and Cookie Royalty. Wow. You have such an extensive resume. My husband and I were just watching you playing with Chic. Wow. Yeah, I was watching Get Lucky from 2019. I mean, it's crazy. Ah, that was... <laughs> what was that? that? That was in Rotterdam or something? I don't even see what it was. I mean, you played around... Um, I have no idea where that. It might have been. Um, was it a? I mean, was it a lot of people in the audience? It's a pretty big, pretty big crowd. I was just looking at him. You're wearing a white shirt. Is he wearing? A, he yes. probably, like he's gonna remember his shirt. You know. I'm, I'm always wearing a white shirt. You're, really? You know what? You are. I just noticed. You're right. Uh, you when you were interviewing with um, Damon. You were wearing a white shirt too. You're right. But Ralph is Ralph has played with uh, so many people. I mean, Sting, Erica Badu, Notorious B.I.G. I, mean, I could ask you a million music questions. I know we're here to talk about the cookie, the cookie business. Well, before I get to the cookie, let's <laughs> go back. Let's trace back. Ralph, welcome to the podcast. Let's go back to your music days. Tell us how did that all start? Oh, I started in Bronx River Houses um, in my bedroom. My brother was the drummer that I follow. He's about eight years older than me. Mm -hmm. My brother Howie, mm -hmm. and uh, he he I did everything he did. Wow. So he he was, uh, you know, he had a little bit more swag. I never I never was cool like he was, but I just I just wanted to be like him. He was the, he was a role model in the house because dad wasn't there. Uh -huh. So he when he brought the drums in, I asked him. I said, "Can I play?" It was in our little bedroom and. And that's how I ended up starting to play. And I just kept it up. He gave it up, started a family, uh, moved to Virginia. And uh, he really never played drums again after that. So uh, it was just something I loved doing. And you're a really <laughs> sought-after drummer by so many people. How did that come about, you know, with um, all these, all yeah, these how'd you make singers? How would you yeah. make it big? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are so curious. How did you actually <laughs> make it big with these people? Well, the... The whole, uh, but any musician will tell you, you know, that it's all about who you know and yes, who yes. comes around. Mm -hmm. And being in the right place at the right time is also good that someone sees you. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. That's basically uh, what happened for me is I was in the right place at the right time. Someone saw me playing and they passed my name around. And before you know it, I was at another gig and another gig and another gig and um, ended up where I am today. So, uh, that means you're is this good? good? Yeah, you were. And this is before social media, so you, wow. you know, you had to get out and be, you know, visual, in person. You know, you just couldn't post something on the internet and hopefully someone would see you. Know you had to get out to the clubs. Or, you hustle, you know, go. hustle, big time, yeah. right? Yeah. Back. Now, while you're playing, um, were you also uh, doing soul snack cookies, or that comes later? Well, my career professional career started when I was 19. Oh, okay. But that was in 1979, and I started the cookie company in 1996. Oh, okay. 20 years later. So, um, okay, 15 years yeah, we, I, I started, we, me and my girlfriend started as a way to uh, basically save money for the holidays. I 
I had baked cookies as a young kid and learning from my grandmother and my mother, uh, just being up under them. Um, I just learned how to bake. And also I was a pretty nerdy kid, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so being, being a nerd in the projects, a lot of times might not be cool, but <laughs> I, I, my mother made sure that the boys, it was two boys and two girls. The boys did what the girls did and the girls did what the boys did. So I learned how to cook. How to cook. So wow. I learned how to, you know, uh, just do all the things that were, traditionally women's work which is crazy to me but i think you understand what i mean yes, so of yes. course you can sew you said oh my god i can't oh yeah i, I can't even yeah, sew yeah I, I love to sew yeah really? my mother even yeah yeah my mother even started teaching me how to knit because i, I just like all of those art things yeah. anything that's it creativity yeah. you know i want to do it luckily my daughter's the same she uh she, she's at, she's at university and everybody's out partying and she's in her room ordering clay from Michaels. That's amazing! Oh, that's wow. great. <laughs> we, got, we got a Michaels right here. I Take know, my right? kid to Michaels. Yeah. So uh, so um Ralph, so tell us um the the, the cookie recipe um you know like like the like the you know, so sweet you, potato is yeah. this something that that comes down from your from your um grandmother great grandmother or is something that you your recipe? Now if you know I tried to figure this out and. I'm guessing that the recipes were passed down from my great-grandmother, who I never met. So I learned from my grandmother. Wow. So the recipes go back all the way to the uh, beginning of the 20th century. So she was born in 1900. So we guessed that she probably started baking somewhere as a kid. So somewhere around 1913. So a chocolate chip oatmeal raisin was the main two. And what I did later on is I started developing my own uh, flavors from the base of oh. those cookies so if you're a baker or if you you know you're cooking certain things mm -hmm. everybody has the ingredients that they start with yeah, you know yeah. that's their thing which gives it their flavor so when i developed a sweet potato cookie i i had thought about it a long time it's like okay i've never ever seen a sweet potato cookie Me how too. do i make it? never how do i make it work so we finally through many different you know trials and errors we finally came to a recipe that people really, really like. That's actually one of our biggest selling cookies. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, Hold Jeff, Jeff Hold Ralph, on. you're going to try it, right? I'm opening, I'm, I'm opening it right now, I actually. brought home some cookies from <laughs> Tiffany for Jeff to try. I got to tell you, um, I, I brought like 10 of the sweet potato. I ate them all in the car, but I saved one for Jeff. That cookie is amazing. Cookie is amazing, Ralph. Thank you so much. Thank you. You wouldn't think that a sweet potato would go with a cookie, you know? You wouldn't, th you know, you wouldn't think that would work, but let me tell you something. It's great, isn't it? Oh, it's isn't really, it, it's it really delicious? good. It's soft and delicious. Oh my, and even our four-year-olds, oh, our, our four-year-old was like, "Wow, mommy, I like that cookie." Yeah, you like <laughs> it too. It's very good. You know, you have. I see you have a. I'm sorry, I'm talking with my mouth full. Your cookie is delicious, it's Ralph. Not, You've got you, and you make these. You make these in the Bronx, right? We have a baking facility in the Bronx, um, and we're actually moving to another facility in the Bronx that's bigger. Um, on it, you're familiar with uh, the uh, what was it called, Spofford uh, Juvenile Detention Center? I've heard of that. Why have I heard of that? Sure, okay, is actually uh, where Mike Tyson went. Okay, I've definitely uh, heard it. that's why I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, okay. okay, the name, I'm like, oh, okay, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. so they tore that down. There was, there was a lot of things that was going on there that just was not good for, for, for our youth, right? So it down and I, I was lucky enough to be part of a think tank that won the bid to build 
the new uh, space, which is affordable housing and spaces for small business. Oh, that's great, man. Bring it back to the community, right? That is amazing. Well, I'm, I'm, I've always, no matter where I go, it's been important to me. My mother was someone who worked in the community, so I got it naturally. She ran a tenant patrol, the tenant association, the garden program, the summer youth program, and she was the crossing guard on the corner. Wow. wow. And Ralph, you that's know what? Why, that's why he's done so well. I know. See? And Ralph, can I tell you mom's something? Mom's influence. Can, can I, yeah, your mom's influence. Can I tell you why you, I think you're also a very successful person, music, and now the cookie business? I was telling my, my husband, Jeff, that um, when I first met you at Tiffany, I said, he's the most humble man I've ever my life. I said, meanwhile, he's music royalty. He's cookie royalty. His cookies are going to Walmart. <laughs> and you are the most humblest man I've ever met in my life. Well, thank you so much for saying that. But for me personally, you know, my mother, uh, she passed away at a young age. But I kind of modeled myself about, you know, just following her lessons and and the things that she instilled in us. So even though she's been gone a long time, I make sure that when I'm working or doing things that that I'm following the rules that she set for me. It's the same rules that I teach my daughter. Yes. You yes. know, the main thing is that you 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 always think about the people around you and empathy leads. Exactly. You're so, wow. so right. Nice. Yeah. Same with my family. We're Spanish. That was the number one thing my parents both taught us. So I definitely get where you're coming from. Now, um, Ralph, how does the cookie business go from, okay, you started it. Gave and, out cookies to friends, right? Yes. And then now you were, are you with Damon John of Shark Tank? <laughs> okay, so so how does that happen? I'm like I'm in awe of you. Yeah, it's crazy. So okay, what happened was is when the pandemic hit, like every business, mm-hmm. every business started losing business because people just didn't know what to do or where to go. Um, so my cookie business just shifted. I wasn't in any uh, of the stores that I was in anymore because my distributor decided he didn't want to go out and do any distribution. And, and the fact that I'm still very involved in the, in the uh, uh, music business, I, I couldn't do it. So um, I decided to send a proposal to Chase. I, I just wrote up a proposal. I gave him an idea. The idea was uh, during the pandemic it would be great if Chase uh, sent out uh, thank yous to first responders, to doctors, to nurses, oh. to EMT. And it took about three months, but they wrote me back and said, we, we received your proposal. We really like what you're talking about. Um, and we'll get back to you. And a couple of days later, I got a phone call from one of their marketing promotion people. And they basically said, we love what you're doing. How about if we do this? I want you to ha- put you on the website for the, uh, managers the presidents of the stores and and the uh the uh, the employees to be able to not only buy your product but also give it to uh the people that are uh uh part of the bank so if, if i'm if i have a bank account and I, you can send cookies out to that person for whatever reason wow. so that's what we do now with chase and then they called me back and asked me if i wanted to meet first jamie diamond uh, they said, we really like what you're doing in the community. We love what your product tastes like. We love that you're representing, you know, and you're from the Bronx. And they sat me in front of Jamie Dimon. It was the most <laughs> amazing thing. And then they called me back and said, how would you like to meet Damon John oh and have an gosh. interview? So, so 
the, the, here's the thing. Being from the Bronx uh-huh. and knowing that the Bronx usually gets a bad rap internationally, mm-hmm. it's always been my goal to show the, the energy and the vibrance and the love and the, and the uh, mosaic of the borough that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they saw that is how I ended up sitting in front of Damon with the company because they, you know, I, it's not for me to just talk. I got to walk the walk. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So how was that Come meeting with Damon? Yeah. yeah. How was, how was that meeting? Yeah. It was, it was good. Um, Damon, he, he dropped some gems on me about business and things to do. And, and obviously, you know, he's successful. So I took it, you know, all, in and, and applied it to my forward motion. The biggest thing that he said to me is, you know, just make, make sure that you maintain your focus as to what you're doing, you know? So when I'm working with my music, it's all music. Yeah. When I'm working with my cookies, it's all cookies. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, you know, uh, but there are times, there have been times when I've been picked up by my wife at the airport and she's got cookies in the car that we have to get off <laughs> wow you're coming off tour and you're gonna yeah, go distribute let's, cookies yeah, right it's happened more t- it's, just in front it's of happened ten- more times than i can i can tell you <laughs> you're in front of ten thousand people one night and then you're giving cookies you're delivering cookies the next day wow oh you got yeah and you got I, energy man wow and so rough you're uh, you're obviously still uh, um you're still performing right oh yeah i'm i i just uh just last week uh russell peters the comedian uh yeah. got married and um, we went out and did his wedding, which was really great. Amazing. Uh, and then we, we head back out. I'm going to Columbia in about three weeks. And then we start heading back out on tour again uh, in April. And then I probably will be uh, in and out with the cookies. So what I mean with the cookies and with the touring. So what, what's happening now is Walmart is sending me on a, a, a promotional tour. So when I'm in certain cities that I'm playing in, oh, wow. I will go out. And when I'm home, they will. I'll go out then too. So it, I, it's going to be a busy year. How many? How many? Um, you're going on tour with Chic, I guess, right? For the, I see they're playing summer yes, dates all yes. over the place, huh? Yes. And how many? How many WalMarts are you going to be in? Um, I'm proud to say that Walmart gave us 789 stores. That's oh great. my god! It's a tough market, right? The cookie market. I was in Walmart the other day. Yeah. Man, they have their own cookies. I mean. That's a tough market. How, yeah. how do you crack that? Is there like a secret to getting attention in a place like Walmart? Well, you know, I, I think that the, the uh, idea to crack anything is to be persistent. Persistence overcomes resistance. Yes. You gotta, I love you gotta I be. Like that. I like that. I love this guy, man. And, Holy and, crap! And 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 <laughs> and in order to get there, you you just have to just be persistent and and uh, believe in your product and listen to people when they're speaking, no matter if it's negative or positive. Because in my book, there's no such thing as a negative. You can find a lesson in everything. You're right. Anything negative, you can find a lesson. Like, well, how can I apply this negative situation to my forward motion? It's not, it doesn't make me um, uh, negative. It just makes me understand, you know, the playing field a little bit more and how can I circumvent that happening again? And then pass that information on to other people. You know, it's not just for you to keep, it's for you to give away too. So that's that's basically how it's all happened because when I'm teaching, I, I, I do a lot of master classes and most of it is not in me playing fancy tricks on the drums. I wa- yeah, I watched the one with the, I watched the one where you're playing good times. I was freaking out watching that stuff. It was amazing. Was yeah. Well thank you. Well, yeah. Most of my master classes are in motivating a person 
to see themselves in a in a in a clearer eye. For example, most times, and you've you've seen how people in all fields talk themselves out of being successful every single day. You know that what if that happens, and what if that what if I don't have any money, and what if you know this happens, and what if people don't like it, and you know I can't do that, and you know my my message to people is I'm telling you I came up in public housing. I'm telling you I came up in a single parent household. Right. There wasn't much money, but what we had was the belief that the world is a good place and passion has no expiration date. So if you believe it, you you work it and you continue to work it. And eventually those doors will start to open because people see your passion and what you're doing and they'll feel your, your truth. Yeah, your positive and, energy, right? Positive energy. Yeah, and that, that really, really, really works. I mean, it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you see the light bulb go on, when you're teaching someone and they, they finally start to see themselves uh, in a more positive light because I, I say this all the time. Get out of your own way. Get mm-hmm. out of your own way. Wow, like do not that. build. Do, do not build up walls and bricks around you that you now have to break down. We deal with enough stuff out here every day in these streets. You're right. Why be your own obstacle? You're right. You're, you're, you're like a motivational speaker. Holy crap! So you, know? you you teach class. Yeah, you like... say you teach classes. What do you teach them? Um, I've taught in 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 Ghana, uh, in Europe, in Asia. Wow. In America. How about in Long Island? Yeah, How about I, Long Island? Because I'd love to go. I would love to go to one of your classes. No, I, well, well, like my master class is on drumming, but to, right. like I said, for me, um, the class is more about getting a person to connect not with me, but with themselves. Right. I get it. So I'm giving I'm giving them examples of things that I've gone through and and what I've used as proven techniques, free techniques wow. that if if you start to exercise your mind at like it's a muscle that needs good exercise because if you don't it will atrophy and it will shrivel up and it will never grow you so you have yeah. to yeah. yeah so you have to always exercise your mind in a positive way and the biggest thing is have empathy realize yeah. that mm-hmm. success is not how much money you make success is in finishing the thought that's success. I love that. If you decided to start a podcast, your very first podcast, you are now successful. It doesn't matter if you have one follower or a million followers. You finish the thought. Now you build on that and you expound on it. And the residual sometimes is that you might make a profit from it, but you're already successful. I've heard people say that if, you, if your only focus is making money, quite often that doesn't that doesn't work for a lot of people, especially in the creative in the creative end of things. As yeah. it sounds like that's the way it happened for you, no doubt. Hey, well, so- well I, I think I think it's the the thought of you know when you when you put the plan together and you say I'm going to make this much money, I'm going to do this. You're already putting yourself behind the eight ball because if you don't make that money, then it's not really a passion. You, you you get what I mean? It's the passion yeah. is in finishing the thought, not not if you're going to have a billion dollars. That's not it. Because I know people who have changed careers so many times because they just are not comfortable with the amount of money that they that they yeah, did not true. receive. But I'm like, you would be, you would be just as happy if this was your passion because you would do it if they never paid you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So Ralph, um. I, not not to cut you off there, but I want to know. Um, so now, 
Um, now you're also opening up cafes. You're going to be in Walmart. Uh, so where do you have time for all of this? I mean, you, I'm sure you have a successful team behind you as well, right? Um, I have now, because of this new venture, with team. Uh, I never had a big team. My team consisted of my wife for many years. Mm-hmm. My daughter. That's my team. That's the biggest team I need. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, Same at our household, and, yeah. And she is she is the greatest thing in, in the world. Aww. She's she's. I, I get emotional. She's, in, she's incredible. Yeah, Aww. That's amazing. How old's your daughter? She's 19 and at university. She goes to Howard University. Oh, wow. wow. She's, she's studying medicine. Yeah. She's in D.C. Okay. Hey, I, yeah. I, I noticed you have, what is it, but nine different cookie flavors? Georgia oatmeal, raisin? We, we actually, on the website, we have nine, but we actually have 18. 18? Wow. Wow. Did Damon, yeah, did, we have 18 did, different. I noticed on Shark Tank they always tell you don't have so many skews. Did Damon tell you not to have that many, or did or did, it doesn't matter? You're like, hey, these are good cookies. I'm going to do 18 flavors. It doesn't matter. Well, um, we decided to keep creating for the future. So right now, which you know is partially correct, um, Walmart took two of our flavors, and then looking at another uh, five now. Okay. We're going to do three. Three of our line uh, that are our classic line, and then we're going to do two gluten-free vegan. Ooh. I have a quick a quick question here. Did you, did you have to go to Arkansas and make a presentation before the folks at Walmart? Is that how that works? Or you get someone, you send somebody there? Or how did, how did wow, that... this, great question, great question. Um, the lead-up to the Walmart meeting took almost a year. Wow. Um, we, we, that was a year of, we, we they want to see us that was a year of preparations, uh, creating PowerPoint decks, creating the right cookie, the right size, picking the right flavors, working with food scientists, working with nutritionists, uh, just all down the line from what we what we have as a product uh, to be able to get in Walmart to compete with all of the other companies. And then everyone that gets a chance to uh, get in front of Walmart only has 30 minutes. Really? Everybody. Oh, wow. Really? I did not 30 know that. 30 minutes. Wow. If, have... you, if you are a new product, you have 30 minutes to pitch. That's crazy. And you got to get it all in for 30 that minutes. That is crazy. So, That's... What, so what, we, what we did as a strategy, so if anybody out there is thinking about getting into Walmart, um, once you find the person is the buyer for your particular, it could be cosmetics, it could be food, right. it could be uh, anything at all. You have to first find out who that buyer is. And then send them your product. What we did is we decided to send them the product before the meeting. Smart. And, which was a good move yes, on smart. our part. Yes. Because during the meeting, the buyer stopped the meeting and said, I have to say something. You know, my heart dropped because I was I didn't know what they were going to oh, say. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and she said, I just need to let you know that we get a ton of submissions all the time. But these are truly the best cookies that we've ever tasted oh that have come to our door. Oh my gosh, how did you feel? You That's must have crazy. got so mo- I would have been crying. I'd be like, thank you. I, you okay, <laughs> so, so you know, we're on Zoom. My my right leg is now just shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> That's classic, man. That is amazing. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That is a crazy story. Wow. Yeah, so it, it was, it, you know, for them to say that, yeah. knowing, oh knowing how many uh, companies that, 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 that pitch to get on the shelves of Walmart, I was over the moon. Wow. It, 
over my, you know, I thought about my wife, my daughter, my mother, my grandmother, my brother, everybody, you know, that put up with me playing drums too much and in the house and, you know, you know, clogging up the kitchen because I want to bake something. <laughs> All of those things just came to mind. Like, wow, it's crazy. That's that, sound, that sounds like Shark Tank, right? You're yeah, like yeah. in front of these people trying to pitch their I idea. I heard the Shark Tank. I heard the Shark Tank presentations can go on for like two to three hours and they edit it down to six minutes. Oh, wow. I've heard those can be really lengthy. Yeah. So now, Ralph, the cafe, really? the cafe in New York, that's happening when? We open. Okay, so here's here's the cafe. <laughs> in 2019, uh-huh. um, in August, actually on my mother's birthday, I opened up a Soul Snacks Cafe. Oh, okay. And and then in March 2020, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So we ended up closing the cafe for three months. Um, not thinking we would ever get open again because the first round of PPP, we did not get funded. And um, when it opened up again, what happens with the PPP loan, you have to start all of that paperwork over again. And it's a lot of paperwork. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, oh, sure. Yeah. So, so, you know, my, my wife and I are different personalities. She's very cut and dry and I'm, I'm very patient. So, I sat up one night, I redid all of the paperwork again, and I submitted, <laughs> and we did get uh, we did get funded from the PPP, which was great, because that's how we got the restaurant to open again. Oh, great. We great. started getting, you know, the audiences started coming back, and when um, the, 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 all of the different things that the health department, CDC, was telling us we had to do, you know, we'd have an audience, then we didn't have an audience, and then we'd have an audience, and, you know, and then people don't want to come in and get verified for, you know, COVID. Or, yeah, or, or yeah. So, so, we, so much of the foot traffic was gone, and we were selling on the apps, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, and they take a pretty big chunk out of your money. So every time we would grow, something would happen, and then we started to do well again. And then the Omicron variant hit yeah. and our foot traffic disappeared. Yeah. And my wife, she, she said, okay, maybe we should just close and, and reopen in about maybe a year from now after we get the cookies and everything all settled in. So we mutually agreed uh, to open. We mutually agreed to close. We mutually agreed to open. And we mutually agreed to close again. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> That's a good marriage, so, man. It is. That is a great yeah, marriage. Yeah, no, I listen. Um, I'm a smart man. I don't do anything without her permission. Hey, go. same here. Same here. With oh, this believe man. me, I obey. I'm the producer for what's, this podcast. I have to. I have to obey. What's the phrase? Ralph. Happy wife, happy life. That's right? what they say. Yeah. <laughs> listen, exactly. So, I, and I, you know, but but okay. Let, let let's be honest. Most successful marriages is about the art of communication. Exactly. Yep. Um, and the art of not, not only working together as a team, but also allowing space as far as uh, personal things, as far as um, what what you what that person wants to do, and just 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 you know let them be human. Exactly. You know, most times I find that um, people have problems in relationships because of their egos. It's not nothing else. It has nothing to do with money. It's because they they're on a quest to be right or or want things their way, and I think being in a marriage or a relationship, there's a there's a, a humble part of a person, especially I think with men that we have to um, 
we have to visit and live because we're going to be men all day, but we still have to understand that part of being a man is, you know, being sensitive and listening and paying attention. Oh, yeah. And when you, and when your wife talks to you, stop everything you're doing. Look her in the <laughs> and How about when she tunes me out, Ralph? You know, I can tell I, Carolina here, she sounds all fun, but sometimes I'm talking to her and I, I know, I say, Carolina, are you listening to me? Like, you know, you, you know, that look, they give you that look and they say, okay, I know she doesn't hear a word I'm saying, but that's okay. I mean, I just go like, on. Is that true? <laughs> like, like the the look is that they're looking in your eyes, but you can see them going. You know, did, did, what's wrong? Did I get that? Did, should I order that on Amazon today or tomorrow? You know. You mean while I'm thinking about like you know I'm thinking about my dog running around the backyard? Hey, I have a question for you. You know, yes, sir. Th- this is a personal question. I'm a big yes. fan. Um, you know, Keebler used to make these peanut butter wafers. Okay. Now, yes. You know, like a crispy wafer. Okay, and they they stopped making them. I guess they appealed to the older audience, the old school wafer. They stopped making them, okay? So you can find vanilla wafers in the store. I don't know what it is with peanut butter. Nobody makes a crispy peanut butter wafer anymore. Little Debbie makes one coated with with chocolate on it, but nobody makes a plain peanut butter wafer anymore. That's my suggestion for you, Ralph. That's (laughs) that's, that's a a good idea. Well, well, I I don't know if, uh, I think I might have left the uh, the Walmart cookies with you, and I, I I gave you a Grampy's chocolate peanut butter. Oh, we have that one upstairs. I didn't have that one yet. I don't. Yeah, know. try to if you if you if you're a peanut butter holic, you know, like yeah. the chocolate. Try the Grampy's chocolate peanut butter. I think you'll it'll make you happy. I'm gonna, oh, we're yeah, gonna grab I, that, uh, Ralph. So what's next for you? Uh, maybe a movie about you because you're a success story, <laughs> my my my, my friend. Movie. You are a success story. I'm serious. Or uh, have you thought about writing a book about your life because? I, I okay. think I'd be the first one to buy. Honestly, I'd be the first one. Great advice. So it's so funny that you, you said that. Um, my publicist is urging me to write a book. So I, I called up a friend of mine who is, who is a, he's a career writer. He's an amazing writer. And, I, and we've known each other since we were kids. Uh, so I told him, I said, my, I, I need to write a book. And I already know the title. The, the title is going to be called No Plan B. That's the title. No Plan I B. Like I like that. that. Nope. Sorry, I'm eating your cookie again. <laughs> nope. Well. I like it. Hey, um, I have a quick question. Just off the... Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. How is... um was St- Is Sting a nice guy? <laughs> okay. So, um, so, when, you know, I'm even though I'm a drummer and I've worked with a lot of people, I'm still a fan. And I still have to keep my professional decorum when people walk into a room. Sure. And I'm a big, you know, like most of us, we're Sting fans. Sting's done some amazing oh, things, yeah. amazing music. And he walked into the room, and I'm sitting behind the drums, and my brain is yelling, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you, know, you know, so he, you know, he says hello to everybody. And um, one of my techniques when I'm playing with someone is to always ask them if that's what you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know, to accommodate the music. Because for me, it's all about serving the music. It has nothing to do with me. It's about the music. Mm-hmm. So at, when we went on a break, uh, I said, uh, sir, um, I just wanted to find out, um, was everything cool back here? And he said, oh, you were amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. And he took pictures with everyone, and he was so kind and super funny. And uh, it was it was very nice. I mean, some of the 
people that I've always wanted to meet. Like uh, I got, a, I had a chance to work with Paul Simon. Oh wow! Which was, wow. I've, I've worked with Bette Midler. She was the funniest person you ever wanted to meet. I, have, I met her uh, too. Yeah, she's great. I love oh my her. God. Yeah, that's great. Nice, nice folks. Uh, I, I worked with. Uh, I did. Uh, um, Notorious B.I.G. is his very last record I played on. Really? Uh, yeah. And believe it or not, he was in the studio at the time. He was so quiet. That's what I've heard very about. Yeah, I heard that story. He was a quiet guy. Very quiet, very laid back, very not over the top at all. You know, so it's the, the people that I've, you know, admired and wanted to meet. I've met many of them and had a chance to work with these folks. And I have to tell you that the majority of them were incredibly wonderful. So, you know, one one person that you that that I really loved was Mickey Dolans. I don't know if you know who of that is. Of course I do. The monkey, sure. I, I, did, I did an appearance yeah. with him at the radio station. Yes. Yeah. I thought he was the nicest guy yes. in the world. Yes. I felt like I had him for years. It was so he was so kind and yes. so sweet. Yes, he was. And, yeah. And, you played with him but, or you just met him? No, I played with him. I had a chance to play with him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, you play with everybody. Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. is there somebody else you still want to meet that you haven't met yet? Uh, um, Dion Warwick. And I'm actually going to have a conversation with her next week. Oh my God. Oh, about, about, about uh, playing with her, I, I guess? No, it oh. has to do with the. Um, she got wind of the cookies. Oh, wow. And she, oh, my God. She, wanted, she wanted to, uh, she, we, we share the same publicist, so she God, wanted well, God's to watching over, God's watching over you, Ralph, no oh, doubt. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Man. Yes, you have angels well, watching yeah. over you, Ralph. You really do. Well, I, I tell you one thing for sure. You know, it's, for, for me, it's about the give back. You got to. Yeah. You got to do right by when you do right by people. Yes. You know, gifts come. Gifts naturally come. So you, you do were, right. By you were in the house band at the Apollo for years too, right? Isn't that true? Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, at Showtime with the Apollo with Ray Chu and the crew. Yeah. So when, when I watched the TV show, that was you drumming on the when I watched the TV show back then. Yeah, we were the band when Steve Harvey first started. Yeah. Okay. And, I, yeah, oh, I used really? to watch it all the time. Oh my god, it was yeah, on, it was on that, late that, at night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was me back there. We had a really good four piece band. Um, we had been together a while before we got that uh, show, so we kind of knew each other really well, and it came out musically. And it was a good gig. It was a lot of fun to work at the Apollo. It was a dream come true. Yeah, I was to, there. Uh, I was there once with my wife here. She uh, she did the vagina monologues yes, one night. They did a charity stage. event. Carolina yeah. was at the. That's the only time I've been to the Apollo, actually. You know, yep, but that yep. was there with you. Well, can I tell you something? That's when I knew that because um, I started dating my husband uh, when I was in, I think, twenty years old. Twenty. Twenty. In your twenties. So he started coming out. I work. I'm, I'm on radio and TV. Um. So. He's a white boy. I'm a Spanish girl, you know, that he didn't understand anybody. But I knew that I was going to marry him because he stood there. You said, you know how you said a man, you know, and all that. Um, he stood there and he was in awe of me and just like was oh, proud to be I with me. You, yeah. And he wasn't like his ego, like, oh, no, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I said, you know what? I knew he was going to be my husband. I said, because he was humble. You know, and he was proud of he was proud of who I was. Can I ask one more music question before we talk about the cookies again? <laughs> one quick one. Yeah. I'm just curious. You meet a guy like Niall Rogers. He's got chic. Okay, they've been around since the uh, 70s. Lift free, good times. Uh, 
dance, dance, dance. Remember, yowza, yowza, yowza. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, I mean, you produced it. I mean, the, the list of stuff that I, just off the top of my head, I'm not looking at anything. I know B-52s, David Bowie. I mean, does does, does Niall Rogers tell you how to play good times? Or do you walk in there? You, you obviously knew the track. Like, does he, does somebody like that guide you? But, you, I mean, you're a pro, obviously. Does he say anything to you? Or do you just kind of go in there and start grooving with somebody like that? Okay, so... Working with Nile, I left the Apollo to work with Nile Rogers. Um, when I first heard, like all of us, when we first heard uh, La Freak, everybody flipped out over the song. It was such a great song. Oh, the yeah. first time I heard it was in a skating rink on Jerome Avenue in the Bronx, wow. and I never heard never heard the song before. And as soon as it came on, these the the floor filled up with people. So I asked this guy, I said, what, who is that? What's the name of that song? And he said, oh, that's called Freak Out. Yep. And I'm like, and, and, and it wasn't called Freak Out. It was called The Freak. Yep. So then I started listening to Sheik and I realized that, that they are really a good group. So I've been a Sheik fan forever. And then uh, the band had disbanded because Niall and Bernard were doing so much production together. And then he started doing productions separately that there was an audition to put the band back together. And I said, I got to get to this audition. I got to. Well, they had already picked the drummer before the audition started. And um, he stayed in the band for a long time because the original drummer, Tony, that was also with uh, the group Power Station. Power Station, yeah, sure. He, yeah, he passed away. Yep. So I knew Sheik's music back and forth from listening to it for so long. And then um, a friend of mine, I was at my daughter's school, and she was in, in at a at a play and my phone rang and I got up and answered it because the person I called was a drummer. So I'm like, the only reason why he's calling me because he must need a drummer. So I went out in the lobby and it was my friend Nathaniel. And uh, he said, listen, I'm working with Sheik, but uh, I can't do a gig. Can you do it? And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> so, <laughs> so even if I was busy, I'm not busy. So the gig happened to be in uh, uh, Stad. Uh, Gestad in Switzerland. Yeah. So Niall wanted to hear me before I left to make a decision if I was okay. So it was only me, him, and the bass player went into the studio and he said, okay, let's start from the uh, medley, which is in the middle of the, the, the set. Now I had already done all the music, did all of my studying I wrote out all of my charts for my, you know, to make sure that I wasn't going to miss anything. And we started playing the medley and halfway through the medley, he said, okay. And started packing up. And like I said, I asked, I said, is everything okay? And he said, no, you sound great. I'll see you in Switzerland. Wow. And that was wow. it. Oh my God. <laughs> and that was it. And th that was it. And then we got to Switzerland. <clears throat> I did the gig. He had the singer come over to me and said, okay, we need to keep him because he played this gig flawlessly from beginning to end. Wow. No one's done a very long time. And that was 15 years ago. So Nile doesn't stand over you telling you what to play. Nile is rock and roll to his heart. Yeah. He knows, you know, if it feels, his thing is, if it feels good, it must be right. Oh, he's and great. That, he's, a, he's a very happy yeah. performer. When I when I watch the video, I've actually never seen Sheik. I've seen a lot of other. I've seen so many concerts. I've never seen. Well, Sheik. I promise. I promise you that the next time we we're in New York, because I know we're coming back to New York with Cher. Um, I promise you, you guys will be on the guest list. Oh my I God! Promise you. Oh, thank you. 
You're gonna blow the microphone out. I'm, oh, I'd love to go. My oh God. Oh my God, Ralph. Yeah. Let me tell you, I I, I I could talk to you for hours, honestly, for <laughs> hours. You man. are so fascinating, my friend. We love Thank you. you. Thank you for coming to the podcast. You're a success story. I, I just everything you touch turns into gold. I wish you nothing uh, but I wish you nothing but the best. That that you make a movie, you make a book, it turns into a bestseller, a number one movie. I would love for you to come back on the podcast, please. Three quickies. The, the cafe is open again or it's not open again? The cafe, we decided to close the last day. Okay. Um, I got my staff through Christmas. That was the goal. Right. I didn't, I didn't want to close before Christmas, even though it was becoming extremely tough to stay open. Right. I just thought it wasn't a good idea to close before Christmas. So I closed the very last day. We, we had a little... Christmas get together, a little uh, secret Santa for everyone. And uh, a few days later on, I told them, I said, okay, guys, I'm really, really sorry, but we're not going to make it through. Uh, we're not going to make it through the, yeah. the rest of the year. Wow. Yeah. It's just become extremely too tough and we don't have good traffic that's coming through. And everyone understood. It was so amazing that everyone just said, you know, listen, we love you guys. We know you're open again. You know, we're around if you need us. And uh, we were glad to be part of this uh, experience, you know. So you got to sometimes, you know, look at, you know, we were, like I said, the the day that we cut the ribbon, we were successful. Yep. You know, so I now I'll build on later on, you know. Wow. Um, and, yeah, so we'll keep on. So you can we'll get we'll the open I see you can get the cookies online, eatsoulsnacks.com, if you want to check mm -hmm. that out, right? Yep. And, Soon in Walmart? Yes. Yeah, and you're on, you're on Twitter. I, I like your Twitter handle. Tell everybody what your Twitter handle is. What you talking about, Soul Snacks or, or, or? No, your Twitter handle is, is. Are you at Drum Roll? Is that you? Yeah, I'm Drum Roll. <laughs> it's spelled like my last name, D R U M R O L L E. Oh wow, gosh, you know. Yeah, what? also. Uh -huh, go ahead. You can find the Soul Snacks too on Twitter. Oh, cool. Excellent. And you're also on Instagram. Um, Again, my friend, thank you so much for coming on. Amazing. Um, you are music and cookie royalty. We're honored to have you on this podcast. Oh my God. I thank you so much for having me. I really had a good time. Thank you. I'm so glad. Yeah. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Thank you so much. Jeff, where are the applauses? Oh, where the, are the applauses? There's the applause right there. I'm, yes. just, I'm just playing back Get Lucky. It's from the North Sea Jazz Festival in 2014. Just the thing I'm watching. Just to let you know. Guys, oh, Ralph thank Rowe. you. Ralph and you are in a white shirt. Ralph Rowe. Ralph Rowe. Snack. Yeah. Woo. Thank, thank you. you so much, Thank Ralph. you, Ralph. Thank Thanks you. for coming on. All right? You guys have a beautiful day. Thank you too. You. All right. Take care. Bye -bye. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Wow. Jeff, can might, I tell That might have been our best guest ever. We've been on the air. How, how long, Jeff? Five, six it, years? We've been doing this like six years. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, this has been the best interview. And we've interviewed so many celebrities, all right? And he drums. But this has been the best interview we've ever had. What? He's inviting us to see Sheik, too, and Cher. Cher. Wow. So Sheik is going to back Cher on I a guess tour. Is. Hold on. And Ralph, if you're still listening, I know you are. Uh, my friend, uh, Sean Williams, too, of... Uh, uh, the fashion podcast, uh, Fashion Decipher. She's got to come too, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, listen, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to advertise, 516-637-3254. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You want to reach uh, out to me, uh, call us, call us, or email me, carolinacadillo at gmail.com. Can I? We have T-shirts. Yeah, we, we do. We have hats. Jeff's sending out a whole bunch today. Um, again, Jeff, go ahead. Oh, I wanted to say hello to uh, Carmen, who listens to us in Florida. Thank you, Florida. Thank you. Carmen, oh, Carmen. Uh, always post cool stuff on Facebook. He's one of my Facebook friends. And Nestor from Bridgeport. And yes, I'm sending you both some swag. Nestor said, I promise t-shirts 
like three years ago. Never we gotta sent send them. Ralph some. We gotta send Ralph a Carolina. Oh yeah, Cadillo we gotta podcast. send Ralph yes, a yes. Carolina podcast, Carolina yes. Cadillo podcast T-shirts. Yes. Everybody, everybody wants one. They're hot item. Carolina. Yes, you yes. Know Thank that, you right? so much, guys. Thank you so much for oh all God. these years supporting us, all our listeners, and um, we promise you uh, mm. more podcasts. There's and cookies. again, it's been Jeff. Today's been one of the best, best podcasts that we've mm. ever done. Okay. The soul snacks. Yes, yeah, soul snack. I have the lemon love sugar cookie. Amazing. I haven't had that one. This is good. Amazing, guys. I hope I pushed him to make a make a wafer. You, you never know. You maybe give him an idea. Yeah. Tell me, man. Nobody makes those anymore. Yeah. Anyway, eat love you soul, guys. EatSoulSnacks.com. Sorry, I'm eating a cookie. Is that rude? That's rude. Uh, love you guys. <laughs> Take care, right? Talk soon. Bye. At Jeff Jensen Show on Twitter. The Real Jeff Jensen on Instagram. Jeff Jensen on Facebook. At Traffic Jensen if you want to uh, get traffic information in New York City at any time. Again, Check out Ralph Roll. Go to go to uh, go to YouTube and type in his name. I'm watching playing with Sheik. It's crazy, man. EatSoulSnacks.com. Thank you, Ralph Roll. Oh, life lessons there too. Listen, listen back to that, man. Wow. Carolina Cadillo shows a JJ production. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.